Hey, my family, it is Tiffany Real, and today we're celebrating the life of Tracy Braxton. We're going to be playing music from Tracy, her sisters, Tony, Tamar, Tawanda, all of them. I mean, I done dug in the crates and found music by everybody. So on the line, we have who is on the line? Excuse me. Who's on Raheen, the line? Raheen, Raheen Ajume. Uh, hey. What's up, Raheem? What's going on with you? So I got a question for you. I'm glad that you're joining me today. But uh, first, I always wanted to ask, where does mm-hmm. your last name come from? Oh, my goodness. It's um, it's a gumbo. <laughs> 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 it's actually it's actually a gumbo. There's some Arabic in there, Indian in there. There's a lot of different things tied up in there. Certainly, there's some African in there. It's a gumbo, a mixture of a lot of different things. But it has it does have a meaning. And it means um, to execute. Okay. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to ask you that because I've never met anybody with that last name before. Okay. It's a few of us running around here. Okay. So are you guys all related? They say. Okay. But then again, but watch this, watch this. But who is really related though? I don't know. You know well, We're not even going to talk about that because, you know... The DNA, you know, they say we mm-hmm. all come from two people, but everybody's not related. Yeah. Mm, I, I think a little bit. I think I think we are, but then, you know that. But thinking about it like that, that we all related, that's kind of nasty. <laughs> oh no! Don't think it's nasty now. You know what I'm saying? You want to be connected nasty. to Adam and Eve? Don't don't think it's nasty now. Keep on sleeping with your cousin. Oh yeah, your auntie, or your sister. That's nasty. You know? Oh Lord. <laughs> We could, look, we could definitely move on. We could definitely move on. <laughs> <laughs> that is filthy. So today, you know, we're um, celebrating um, Tracy Braxton. She is um, one of the younger sisters of Tony Braxton. And um, she passed away from esophageal cancer. And um, apparently she's been battling it for a year or so. And um, mm-hmm. I just wanted to spend a day just to play her music and stuff. Uh I would watch her, you know, on their show, Braxton Family Values. And she was my favorite because she was, she seemed more down to earth. She didn't seem like she was Hollywood. Mm -hmm. She just, you know, she had a baby when she was young. She got married, you know, her marriage lasted and, you know, till her death. And she just seemed more relatable. She seemed like somebody that, you know, you could go and chill with, have a good time with. And, you know, it's kind of sad you know her birthday's next month she would have been 51 and mm-hmm. you know wow. she has a young grandchild and her only son and you know it's it's sad when anybody transitions but you know when mm-hmm. you see somebody often sometimes you see these celebrities and stuff more than you see your own family members because their lives are all over you know social media and television and stuff like that so I just wanted to you know give some love out to her today any thoughts well I agree with you I I I really everybody loved everybody loved Tony but I kind of lean more towards her because like I said she, she was real you know she wasn't you know it wasn't no it wasn't no pretend Right. You know, this is what it is. This is what it is. You know, she's real. She's she's down to earth, and she seems to be one you could just go and actually have a conversation with, and she'll she'll respond to you and 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 engage and engage in a conversation, if you will. Right, right. Totally, 
not just give you that Hollywood, you know, that I'm um, 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 celebrity type conversation, but she's going to give you real conversation, real dialogue. Right, exactly, exactly. And, you know, every time I think about Tracy, even right now, all I think about is her smile. And, yeah, of course, she looks like her sisters and stuff like that, but her smile is something that always just sticks out because she just seems so full of life and, you know, um, she didn't get the opportunity to be in the group when they first started because she was pregnant but you know she's just as important to mm-hmm. that group as any of the others so um shout out to tracy we love you and our prayers and stuff go out to the family and friends and fans of tracy braxton we'll be right back it's the groove with tiffany real we're back. It's the groove with Tiffany Real and Raheem. You know, he joins me once a week, and I'm glad he's a part of the groove with Tiffany Real family. You like being a part of this family? I do. I do, but don't. I, I'm not going to say it out too loud, though, because your head you won't be able to get out the door. <laughs> right. It's already big. <laughs> you see? See what I mean? See what I mean? I'm not, I'm not trying to help you with that. Your head already big. Why am I going to make it big? But the thing is, I love being a part of The Morning Glow, too. So why don't you tell people about your show? Well, The Morning Glow is a broadcast that we do um, every day, Monday through Friday, from 7 o'clock until 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We um, uh, Though we are a gospel station, we're not preachy, preachy. We uh, talk about everything. We talk about a little bit of everything, and we open an honest dialogue. Um, everybody comes from a different perspective, and um, we try to respect everybody's opinion. Um, does it get heated sometimes? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, we, you know, we love each other, we care for each other, and we'd love for you to be a part of it. That's right, that's right. And um, we got to make sure that we post it on my page every morning. I think you do, Absolutely. but I'm not sure. But we got to get the people um, listening and watching yeah, and interacting. So Tracy Braxton, because today we're celebrating the life of Tracy Braxton, younger sister of Tony Braxton. And... Um, mm-hmm. They said that she died from esophageal cancer. And um, what that is, is cancer of the tube that runs from the throat to the stomach. Wow. The esophagus. Smoking and poorly controlled acid reflux are significant risk factors for esophageal cancer. And it's rare. Mm. Fewer than 200,000 U.S. cases per year. So, yeah. So, symptoms include trouble swallowing, unintentional weight loss, chest pain, worsening indigestion or heartburn, and coughing or hoarseness. Mm. So, you know, I often tell people, because I know quite a few people that suffer from acid reflux, and, um, you know, they quick the Papa Tums or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you have anything that doesn't go away you should definitely seek medical treatment because it may be an uh, underlying condition that you know won't go away by times or something like that and um fortunately i've never had um acid reflux or anything maybe i may have had heartburn maybe three times in my life and two of those times i was pregnant so um we got a and my grandmother, Nana, God bless the dead, she used to pop them tums all the time. I don't know why, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> she she always had a bottle of tums sitting on her table, and she would pop them them boys. And I thought it was, I thought it was candy because it was colorful. You know, when I'm a little kid, 
and I tasted it, and it definitely wasn't candy. So, no, yeah. no, why? Why is it? Why, why, we we do some crazy stuff in, in our community. You know that, right? Yes. Somebody, you know, every time somebody gets sick, you got this certain person in your family. Everybody got them. You got this certain person. You got to go take your take an aspirin. You be okay. Just take an aspirin. Aspirin ain't the cure to everything. And, exactly. and we know, and, and we're quick to tell somebody, man, go go there, take an aspirin. You'll feel better. Just take an aspirin. Right. And the thing is, people have to be careful, especially when taking um, aspirin. I I I don't know about you, Raheem, but I know people who take medicine every day. And they're not sick. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're it's not crazy. Sick. And it's like, why? Like, do they not understand that by you taking it every single day, it's not going to work when you need it to no. work? Because your body is is used to taking it. It's like an alcoholic. If you drink you all the time, you got to take mm-hmm. more because your yep. body is used to t- drinking every day. Mm-hmm. But I know people who do that every single day. Exactly, and your body becomes immune to it, and yes. you know it, it doesn't work anymore. And so, I um, I know a lot. Lot sometimes people go to the doctor, and, and people that say they're sick and not really sick, they go to the doctor just because they got some dummy medicine that they give people. Mm-hmm. That it's nothing. It's nothing. It's just it's like eating a piece of candy or something. It's nothing. But they give it that, and it, 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 it tricks it tricks their mind because they, they think that they have to have something. And so the doctor will write them a prescription of this dummy medicine. I'm gonna see can I look it up, tell the name of some of them. But there is dummy dummy medicines out there that you you'll take it. It's not for anything. It's not gonna help anything. Not gonna hurt anything. But you just think that you're sick, and so the doctor have to give you something. That's right. And when we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit more about a little bit of everything. And just remember that the mind is a terrible thing to waste. It's the groove mm-hmm. with Tiffany Real. We're back. It's the groove with Tiffany Real and Raheem. So Raheem, what happened on the morning glow today? Oh man, you missed it. You missed it this morning. We talked about um, we talked about a couple of things. We had our topic of the day, but we talked about other things. Things we talked about was our swingers. Swing. You guys uh, talked about swingers. Out and- Oh, yes, we did. Yes, absolutely. And, and look at that. That was man. Look at. I'm not saying that you're a swing or anything, but that kind of conversation will be right down your alley because I know you would have had something to say. <laughs> oh, what what you would have said? I have no idea. But you would have had something to say. I promise you. But we we talked about it this morning and and the pros and the cons of it. Why do you think people do it? So why do you think is a married couple? Why do you think they need to go to a swingers bar if they're a couple? They're supposed to be with each other. Why do you think they need to do that? Because. I think swingers swing because they know they they desire more. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. you know, you might have a wife who's attracted to women. Or you can have mm-hmm. a husband that's attracted to men. And while they may love each other and they may be satisfied with each other, sometimes they, you know, they want that extra spunk every once in a while. Um, Lady VMD Black they're um, sex educators who I've interviewed several times, and um, they actually swing and have an open marriage and stuff like that. And they've been together for 17 years, almost 18 mm-hmm. years, and they love each other. They're each other's best friends and stuff, but every once in a while, they want to do some things, you know? And um, I think um, one thing that Lady V always says, she says that when they play, they play together. So... You know, sometimes 
sometimes people just need what they need. And there's sometimes you may be with someone who may not do certain things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know what mm-hmm. they may be, but they they just I ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. And so they can find somebody who can do that and, you know, get their pleasure that way, you know. So I um those are some of the reasons. I don't really think it's I can't say it's not about sex because they're going mm-hmm. I, I guess sometimes, you know, you just feel the need to do what you want to do. And to be honest, I respect those who swing together than those who go out and, oh, my wife, she don't do this or my husband don't do this. So they go in and creeping behind their back doing who knows what with who knows who. But what uh, and, and I'm, I'm taking this thing from from another angle. What if you're with someone and you to the point where you marry and you're supposed to be in love with that person for quote unquote for the rest of your life? Don't you know what their limitations are, what they will and what they will not do? And if you if you decide to go ahead and get married, then there's a part of you that is self. The fact that they're not going to do this. So if that be the case, why would you even step out and try to be with somebody else? Because my thing is, if I got to step out and be with somebody else, then I don't need to be with you. <sighs> Raheen, I understand you're a man's man. I got you. You know what I'm saying? But. You know, sometimes it doesn't have anything. People focus so much on the sex part and mm-hmm. they forget the other part. You know, when I spend time with, you know, Lady V and D Black, they are best friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's, it's the things they like to do together or whatever. They are able to separate that. And stuff like that. It's not about going and sleeping with somebody, developing feelings for somebody and all that other stuff. It's no different from them going to the movies. They're going for whatever entertainment, stimulation or whatever. And I believe that it makes their relationship stronger. It's like guys going to the strip club. They go to the strip club. They see this and then it gets them ready. And then they go home to their wives and, you know, do what they do. So I'm not excusing the behavior, but... I'm trying to, you know, look at it with objective eyes. Yeah, I, I can understand that. And, and that makes a lot of sense. But uh, you have some people that think that if a person self-pleasure themselves, then that's that's also cheating. Some people feel that way. Masturbation? What is it? Yeah, I, I, I ain't want to actually use the word, but yeah, that's, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, uh, yeah, that's what, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh- Okay, welcome back. It's the group with Tiffany Real. <laughs> Tiffany Real, Raheen and I, Tiffany Real, are back. And what happened on this show? Raheen? Yes. Yes, I'm um I, I actually I got distracted by by something else that just happened here and um something else just came across my screen and it's, it's kind of crazy. Um Can I say something different? Can I can I switch yeah. up for just for a second? Go ahead. Okay. Somebody said and and we was talking back and forth and they said that um they're angry at somebody and they said that their anger won't let their anger won't let them forgive that person because they're just so too mad to forgive. How could your anger not let you forgive? Can I answer that? Absolutely. Mental illness is real. You know, mental illness is real. 
And the thing mm-hmm. is, if your anger won't let you forgive, okay, that that person doesn't need you to forgive them anyway, because mm-hmm. you're not doing anything but making yourself sick. When people hold on to anger, they don't understand that can make you sick, like physically yeah. sick. Yeah. You Absolutely. know, because your endorphins, all that stuff, it you, it activates all that. All that mm-hmm. stinking thinking, you know, it's crazy. You don't have to like that person anymore. You don't even have to deal with that person anymore. But just mm-hmm. forgive and, and keep it moving. But how do you know? Oh, see, that's 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 so, that's so complicated right there. And the reason why I say that because how do you know if if you're not around that person mm-hmm. and and you have to go to a restaurant and and see that person across the hall, across the room, or whatever, and your anger just automatically just build right back up in you? Did you forgive them? No. Exactly. And so because you're not around them, don't mean you forgive them. You just chose to take your distance and be away from that person, but you still have that anger in you. But you know, there's a lot of people that are just bitter. Bitter mm-hmm. old broads. You know what I'm saying? Or bitter <laughs> young broads. They just bitter. You know, they don't mm-hmm. like the way their life is. They're they might be lonely. They might not have a lot of friends. Or they might not have people that want to be around them because of their funky disposition. So they just mm-hmm. hate the world. It's not even them. They hate themselves. So that's why they have to hold on to something because that gives them something to think about. That gives them something to talk about. You know, Mm -hmm. um, there's somebody that I love very much. She was like that. Just a bitter old broad. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And she was smiling your face. And then as soon as you leave, she's talking about you behind your back. And, you know, always has something negative Mm -hmm. to say about somebody. You know, but Mm -hmm. you, you died old and alone. Cause don't nobody mm-hmm. really want to be around nobody like that. Exactly, exactly. Um, where, where does a person typically find their peace if they can find it at all? I find peace being alone. I find wow. peace going to the ocean, smelling and smelling water. I I find my peace driving down the 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 roads. You know, going across this country by myself and seeing beautiful mm-hmm. places and stuff like that. That's what gives me peace. Mm-hmm. That's what gives me peace. And a lot of people you don't said, know how to be alone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you said something because my thing is I, I love the ocean. I, I man, look here. I don't care what I'm going through, how angry I'm. I go to the ocean and it's just, it's just like it just pulls that anger or whatever it is it pulls it out and i find that peace i could just stay on that beach all day mm-hmm. i just i just it, it's something it's something about the ocean i just i just love it and that's one of the places where i can definitely see how finding my peace yeah you know being barefoot and i like to put my feet in the sand especially you know when i went to virginia beach i remember just watching the water just standing there watching the water for like an hour Mm -hmm. and all I kept thinking about was slave ships Mm -hmm. I I, I just that's all I could think about and whenever a a boat would come around come through and stuff I just thought about the ancestors and the ancestors that made it the ones that didn't you know Mm -hmm. the things that they probably went through and then for me to be able to be on this beach you know, with nobody attacking me or something. Yeah. It just, 
it, it just made me feel some type of way and it, it made me feel at peace you know because I'm here because other people survived what I know that I couldn't yes how 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 courageous do you think it was for the our ancestors that jumped overboard into the ocean and found their death before they got to this place here before they f- found themselves in actual captivity how courageous was that we're gonna talk about that when we come back it's the groove of Tiffany Real we're back it's the groove of Tiffany Real and Raheen and we're celebrating the life of Tracy Braxton um, we were talking about slavery and um, what was the question that you asked how courageous do you think they were our ancestors on, on the journey from Africa to here to jump overboard into the ocean. How courageous was that? Man, I'm telling you, our ancestors had way more balls than me because mm. I'm not jumping <laughs> over nothing. <laughs> you know, I'm not jumping <laughs> over nothing. I can't swim. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even though I know I'm going to die, but like I was saying off air, what choices did they really have? Because they was getting yes. it on the boat you know what I'm saying? And if you watch, I want to say it was Amistad. Uh-huh. Maybe it was another movie. But the slaves were trying to, to rebel on the ship. Right? Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. the guys, the slave capturers, they chopped people's heads off and put them on stage. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you got to come and you got to look at this. These heads. So it's like... You damned if you do, damned if you don't. You either gonna suffer being raped and tortured and stuff like that. Can you imagine? You know, there's a, I wanna say it's the Apex Museum here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh huh. And they have um, like this makeshift boat where the slaves were chained up and laying side by side, right? Can you imagine Mm -hmm. doing that? being naked having people on top of you and they're defecating and urinating and vomiting you know what I'm saying doing all those things and the stench and then you Mm -hmm. have to be on these boats and you just being treated poorly like Mm -hmm. I can't imagine somebody jumping off I probably wouldn't be able to jump off because the thought of drowning really terrifies me Mm-hmm. And even though it probably wouldn't last that long, I probably wouldn't want to go that route. You know, let me pop a pill or something. But I, I give I give our ancestors a lot of credit. The ones who who didn't want to endure any more pain. I you know I hope that they're blessed and are able to go to a better place because you know they just felt. I just. I just love because I, they, had, they had no idea and, and, and the thing about it they had no idea the extent of what they was coming into and um and, and, and so to see the things with the heads cut off and all that stuff and just to jump overboard I'm not going to uh, subject myself to this I'd rather die than to live like this mm-hmm. I mean that 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 took a lot of, that took a lot of courage to do that and for them to because, even want to do that that just goes to show the type of um, treatment they had yes. to endure on that boat ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it certainly wasn't a cruise. It wasn't a cruise at all. You got that it right. It was torture. 
You got that right. And that's probably one of the reasons why I don't really want to go on a cruise because, you know, I just, (laughs) my mind. And I've seen Titanic too many times to count. So, you know, that's not really my thing. But when we come back, we're going to go back because I think Raheem wants to avoid that conversation that they had on the Morning Glow today. But we're going to jump into it. It's the groove with Tiffany Rail. It's the groove with Tiffany Real and Raheen, and we're celebrating the life of Tracy Braxton. I hope you guys are loving the music because we sure are. So let's get back to what we were talking about before we were interrupted by the ancestors. So on your show, The Morning Glow, you were talking about swinging. Yes. And? Self-pleasure. Self-pleasure. Mm-hmm. I use the, the proper the proper term of self pleasure. You know, somebody else just come out and say, just throw the word out there, and I, the word is masturbation. <laughs> like I, <laughs> we grown, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And it's a word. It's not a dirty word. It's not. And that's the thing about sex. People want to make sex dirty. And the fact mm-hmm. of the matter is, a heck of a lot of people are out here smashing. You know, nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people are out here doing it. So if you can't talk about it, then maybe you shouldn't even be doing it. And the thing is, I'm not even doing it, but I'm able to talk about it, you know, because it's not nothing to be ashamed of. And we have to stop looking at sex as shameful and understand it's a part of life. And people have urges, people have desires, people, you know, have needs that they want met. And you shouldn't be Mm -hmm. able, you shouldn't be ashamed to say that. And and you're absolutely right. It, it, it's really not a it's not a bad thing if if done properly. There's certain some things that people say, and we, we talk about the swingers, the same situation. Is some things that people say they just won't do. And 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 somewhere I read where it says the bed the bedroom between a husband and a wife, the bedroom is undefiled. You know, you please your please your partner. Do right. what it is that 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 you're supposed to do to please your partner. But not everybody lived that way, and that's why it opens the doors for people to go out there and say, well, let's let's swing. Because what you won't do, somebody else will. So I'm going to go out there and get, you know, I, how selfish is that, though? Is that selfish at all? If you won't do it, I'm going to go out there and find somebody that will. But, you know, the, 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 the good part about it, quote, unquote, the good part about it is that we're going to do it together. Right. But you're still cheating. You're still cheating. It's still something missing. If, I, I think if you really have a conversation with, with everybody that's, that's swinging or I can't say I can't paint with such a wide brush. But a lot of people that swinging, there's there's absolutely something that's missing. There's something that's missing, and so how do you feel that? Is going out there finding somebody else to answer? Well, I think the problem is not so much the swinging per se. I think the problem is a lot of people before they get married have had some variety. So yes. therefore, because you know, because two yes, people Lord. that come together. And they're both virgins. They ain't been with nobody. Mm-hmm. So they don't know nah. what they like or not. Whatever they like or don't like, they like it and don't like it together. <laughs> you know what I'm what saying? What they do? Exactly. What they do? They figure things <laughs> out together, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But with experienced people out here that have been with more than one person, you know, you you figure out some things and you know what you like you know what you don't like you know what you're willing to do you know what you're not willing to do so therefore if you meet somebody who is not a virgin and you guys have a discussion about your likes and dislikes 
you're basing it based off of experience. So mm-hmm. if somebody experienced mm-hmm. something and they was like, Mm-mm, I ain't never doing that again, you know, do you not be with that person just because of that one thing? Because 50 years from now, y'all, neither one of you going to be wanting to do that thing. I don't know about that now. Um, LL said, <laughs> LL said, I'm not, I'm not a virgin, so I know I make Madonna scream. That's just no. <laughs> well, anyway, I, 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 I sidetracked, sidetracked a little bit, but like I said, again, sex is, it's a beautiful thing, and um, it's, it's a way of really expressing. It's a way of expressing your love for that person if you do it in the right way. And do you think? Let me ask you this question: Or do you think a lot of times before? two people engage in something like that they should have conversations about what it is they like what they don't like what this is what that is and the pros and the cons should it should they have that discussion um pastor jj and i discussed this on my sunday show which you obviously don't listen to but yes um you there, really there you go you really should um have a discussion as a matter of fact i'm gonna talk about what we discussed on our show about that very same issue when we come back it's the groove mm-hmm. of tiffany real it's the groove with Tiffany Real and Raheem. So um, back to what we were talking about. So Pastor JJ and I discussed this on our show, the groove with Tiffany Real and Pastor JJ Sunday edition. And Pastor JJ said, you know, not only should you talk about it, but if you need to look, you should be able to look too, just to see. Because we were talking about. Wait a minute. Listen, we were talking about if you get with somebody. And they not packing no heat. And mm-hmm. she was saying that, you know, if you're hugging each other or whatever, whatever, you should be able to feel the man meat, right? But mm-hmm. maybe you can't sometimes. So she was like, shoot, there's nothing wrong with talking about it. Shoot, go ahead and look at it. And I said, mm. I don't want to look at it because if I look and it looks scrumptious, I'm going to want to touch it. You know, I'm going to want, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to want to sample the meat. So I don't think that's a good idea if you're trying to wait until marriage. Me personally, I don't want to see it. Like, keep it to yourself. But at the same time, you know, you get with somebody and you abstain until marriage. You don't know what you're getting. And then you get Mm -hmm. with that person and you guys get between the sheets and you might say well golly you need a scuba diving outfit up in here you know what i'm saying the whole world done been up in this in this mug you know what i'm saying or mm-hmm. she might say well golly he got a little micro mini he ain't hitting on jack <laughs> yeah micro mini wow <laughs> so so what i'm saying is you should have a discussion <laughs> now in that discussion should the amount of people that you've been with should that be a part of the, the conversation should, should you tell them or does it matter or that's something you want to, uh, most people want to keep to themselves I say no because most people are going to lie anyway because if a if a woman goes too low the dude knows she's lying you know what I'm saying and if she go mm-hmm. too high he going to think she a hoe and then with her yeah. women if a guy says they slept with two we always add like 22 to it anyway because we know especially (laughs) depending on like how he looks or something like that we gonna add more Mm -hmm. bodies to it anyway so i really don't think 
the number matters because at the end of the day, if you're not a virgin and you're not a virgin, you know you had sex with somebody else. You know if you had kids and you had kids, you know it's not your first time at the rodeo. So I don't really, personally, I don't really care what the number is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, watch this. What if you are in, involved with someone and you're, you're very involved? Y'all not, y'all not married, husband or wife, you're not that. But you're involved when y'all been together for a long time, and an old fling come to town, and you know you haven't seen this person in ten years. You ain't seen this person in a long time. Y'all used to be very, very serious, almost talking about marriage that serious, and they want to go out with you and have dinner with you. How would you approach your significant other, or would you even entertain the idea? Are you asking me personally? What would I do personally? Yes. yes. Well, me and whoever I get with, they're going to know me very well. So if an ex came around and that happened, the three of us going out to eat. Shoot, I don't pass up no meals now. Because the thing (laughs) is, usually my breakups end well. Mm -hmm. For the the most part. And um, I wouldn't have no problem with that. But Stephanie, you gotta understand. Some people, you know, certainly not me. I'm, I'm not. But some people are jealous. They have a jealousy. They have a jealousy in, in them. And so you talking about going out with some other guy, you know, from your past, and you know that this person I've been with you, and blah, blah, blah. Some people will be jealous, and they some people can't deal with that, man. Some people just can't deal with the idea of you being out there. And then you talk about me go with you. Nah, man. I ain't, nah. I don't know that cat. But see, nah. to me, that's immaturity. Because it is, it is is. because for one, if it was all that, me and that person would still be together. For one, two, Mm -hmm. the person that I'm with, our bond has to be hella strong, and there shouldn't be no jealousy, especially Mm -hmm. when you're in the type of industry that you're in. You know what I'm saying? There's no room for jealousy, it can't exist in the relationship because you guys gonna be getting divorced every other week because you know people mm-hmm. still gonna be trying to holler you know what I'm saying yeah. not just at me but him as well so there's no room for that mm-hmm. and then the person who is with me they will know me so they be like Tiffany don't want that dude <laughs> you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. she barely want me half the time it's the groove with okay. Tiffany Real we're back it's the groove with Tiffany Real and Raheem has a question for me now if the situation was reversed, you with this guy and um, y'all y'all pretty y'all, y'all very serious, and he come to you, he say, look, I I want to talk to you about something. My girl, you know, she's coming coming back in town and it's for ten or twelve years. She been overseas, you know, military or whatever, and she's coming back. She want to go out and have have dinner with me. Um, are you okay with that? Are you cool with that? You know, can we go? What you gonna say? When when you said can we go, is he talking about he and I? Or nah. the two of them. Them two. Them two solo. You know what? That, if he wants to do that, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. Mm. But, mm. I, but I would think, I would think that, one, he would introduce me to the chick first, and he would invite me along. Now, if it's one thing if he introduces us or if I know about her, but if some scallywag out the blue just pops up and stuff like that, then heck nah. But mm-hmm. I would I would still allow him to go because whatever he does, he has to live with whatever decisions he makes. 
I think that's a very interesting choice of words. You say, I would allow him to go. It's not your choice whether you allow him or not. He's being being he's being respectful, I, I would say, by coming and asking you. But it's not your choice whether you allow him. If he decides to go, he's going to go. And whatever he has to deal with when he comes back is what he's going to deal with. Okay, but if he asked, if he asked my permission, then he, permission? <laughs> he can go. Permission? But seriously, wow, we're talking about a grown man, right? Right, but seriously, because I wouldn't just go out with a male without asking his permission, per se. I would talk to him about it. And if he didn't want me to go, I would not go. I would ask him why, but... If he said that he didn't want me to go, if he didn't feel comfortable with me going, I wouldn't go and vice versa. But anybody that's with me knows me. I don't like people like that. So they know they don't mm. have nothing to worry about. But see, this is the same thing. And and this is the same conversation that if you have with, and and I'm not going to say you, but if you have with a lot of women, you say, submit to your man. They're, they're arguing you all day. Submit? What you mean submit? And now you talk about allow and permission. That's the same thing. But it goes both. But it goes both ways. If I submit to a man, he's submitting to me too. He's the head of the household. Yes, but we submit to each other. It's not a one-way street, and submission is not a bad thing. But anytime mm. you're in those type of situations, you have to run that yeah, across to your partner because if you don't, then it makes it seem like you're creeping around or something. So you have to. So if I go to my man and I say, yo, this is what it is. And he says, nah, I'm not with that. Then I love and respect you enough not to do that. Now, if you come to me and say, oh, Tiffany, so-and-so is coming, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going anyway. All right. Well, kick rocks, MF. Because, you know, you're supposed to respect what I say as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem. I don't have trust issues like that. Okay. Because I believe human beings are human beings. People gonna do stuff. Mm-hmm. You have no control yeah. over whether they're gonna cheat or whatever, whatever. You have no control. The only person I can control is Tiffany. And how am I gonna deal mm-hmm. with certain situations? And it's not always leave. You know what I'm saying? It's not always leave. If I like you, see, my- I'm gonna keep you around. Mm-hmm. But see, my thing is this right here. It's, it's your choice. And, and this is just me talking about this, this situation. It's your choice to cheat or not to cheat. But it's my choice to stay or to leave after you decide to cheat. And right. my choice is to leave because you didn't respect me enough to. My thing is, if you don't want to be with me, just tell me. If you don't want to be with me, if you think that person going to do you better, if you think that person is better for you, you can tell me. I'm not gonna, I'm not the kind of guy I can't have you all that. Nah. No. Okay, you want to go over there? Thank you. I appreciate it, honestly. I'll always respect you because of the fact that you came to me and you was woman enough to at least tell me what it is that you want to do. I hope everything works out for you. But you know what? When we come back, we're going to talk about this in depth because, you know, people always talk about, I'll just leave. I'll just leave. Well, we're not going to leave, mm-hmm. damn it. We'll be right back. It's the groove with <laughs> Tiffany Real. It's the groove with Tiffany Real and Raheem. You know, I get so sick and tired of people talking about leave, <laughs> leave, 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 leave. Why Why you got to leave? Why stay if you're not happy? Why stay and, and, and deal with their misery? You're going to sit there. This person on cheating on you every time you look at them, every time you all get together. You know, you're going to be thinking in your mind. You, you, you just with somebody else. What did you do? And see, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you. Men, we think, we think a little differently than y'all. Mm-hmm. What did you do? What did you do? I mean, what all did y'all do? 
you know, did did you do this? Did you do that? Or did you do this? Or you did that to him? Oh my God, you did that to him? You a hoe? That's supposed to be what you do to me, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And so we, we we think differently like that, especially especially if if, if conversation come up and say, yo, did you do the oil thing? And yeah, oh my, oh oh, you mean to tell? Oh. But women a lot of think, men gotta get up out. Women think like that too. Women think about all that stuff too. I remember when my ex-husband, he was messing around, right? Mm-hmm. And he lied and said he wasn't. And my mind was going bananas, thinking she was prettier than me, her body was better than me, she sexed him better than mm-hmm. I did, and all this other stuff. When I met that scallywag, I was like, man, I wasted my brain cells. Mm. Wow. I wasted my wow. brain cells worrying about this chick. And she ain't worth a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of. Mm. I was more mad at myself for all my crazy thoughts than what was actually going on. And then I told the the chick, man, please, when you finish, you know where to send them because I don't like messing with them anyway. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we drive ourselves crazy. But, Raheem, if you talk Mm -hmm. to couples that have been together 40, 50, 60 years... They done been through all types of storms and weathered them all. And mm-hmm. they didn't give up, even when they wanted to. There's some couples who admitted to sleeping in different bedrooms for years and all that other stuff. But eventually they worked themselves their way back together. And when you make that mm-hmm. vow, for better or for worse, why make the vow if you're going to leave when worse comes? You know what I asked him? You know what I asked somebody that's uh, been in there 30, 40, 50 years? What? I said, yo, man, uh, when, when you get your release, brother? When, when you get out? <laughs> when you get out, man? He's <laughs> <laughs> <You> so crazy. <laughs> hey, when you, what's your release date, brother? What's your release date? He's <laughs> <laughs> <You're> so dumb. <laughs> <That's> I'm serious. just saying. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why make the commitment? If you know that you can't honor it. And the thing is... Why make the, the, thing why make the is, commitment if you know you can't honor it? You're right. But Raheem, nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect. Nobody. Anybody can but slip yeah, sure. and fall. Yeah, but you ain't gonna slip and fall with somebody all up in you. You know what I mean? You slip, <laughs> you fall, you bounce back up and go on about your business. You ain't gonna slip and fall on somebody all of a sudden. Now you all y'all clothes off and, and y'all... Man... That's more than a fall. Yeah, but... That's a choice. Yeah, it's a choice, but it happens. You know, and people... Mm -hmm. You know, people seem to think that once they get with one person, that they can't have a connection with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And we Mm -hmm. need to stop acting like, you know... We need to stop acting like uh, the way that we're living is natural. Because if Mm -hmm. you go back into history and stuff like that, you know, men had several wives. Even in the Bible, they had several wives. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that is just newfound phenomenon. And I think that the I think that the reason why a lot of people swing and do stuff like that is because they going against nature. Like they know what they're attracted to, what they like. Like, you know, and you forcing somebody to live a certain way when it's against their nature. Does it mean that everybody has to be out there being poly and swinging and stuff like that? No, but there are some people that do. Africa Mm -hmm. has 52 different countries. 
They don't yes. all have the same um the same um culture. All their mm-hmm. cultures are different. So therefore mm-hmm. we can't expect everybody in the United States or anywhere for that matter to be the same way or have the same thought process when we're all different. Show me where it says, uh, I, I, I could tell you where it says um, Adam and Eve. I could, I could tell you where it says that I never saw Adam and Eve and John and Paul and Philip and Tony and all. I, I never saw that. I saw them two together. And maybe that's maybe that's a certain design why it's like that. Well, you know what? We're going to go to break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> It's the Groove with Tiffany Real, and we're celebrating the life of Tracy Braxton. And um, Raheen is here with me, and we're talking about all types of stuff. And, you know, he said he never heard of no Adam, Eve, Steve, Walona, and um, George, and Fred. But. None of them. And I hear you. I'm with you. But Mm -hmm. in the Bible, homosexuality is in there. And even after, yeah, and, 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 the city, and, he, and the city was destroyed. Right, the city was destroyed, but it didn't stop people from doing it. And now people are still doing it. And in the Bible, it says that you know somewhere it talks about how the only way to escape it is through death. So it's around. It's gonna be around. It's been around since biblical times. So therefore. Hmm. People are going to be out here doing what they do. It doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. It's not for me to judge, but it's out here. It's out Mm. here and you don't have to partake in it. And um, you just got to live and let let people live. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's, It's not for, like I said, every tribe is different. People, Mm -hmm. people do what people do what they do. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm not going over there. I'd rather stay over here. I like it on this side of town. Look pretty over here on this side of town. There ain't no need me to go over there. Right, but you know what? There's a lot of swingers. There are a lot of swingers to their credit. A lot of people in those type of relationships. And I'm not talking about the couples that, you know, they marriage is going foul and, you know, they want to just see, you know, spruce it up a little bit. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the ones that respect it as a lifestyle those mm-hmm. marriages are lasting right or wrong whatever we think about it there's people in those situations that have long marriages and you got yeah, people I, trying to do it the right way and they can't stay together five minutes mm-hmm. okay well my thing is this right here and this is totally uh, uh Pushing up a little bit, but my thing is this: God is God. I think God is a selfish God. And people say it all the time. He's He's a selfish God, and 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 He is. But my thing is this: if He made anything from where I'm sitting, from my viewpoint of who I am, if He made anything better than a black woman, He kept it for Himself. Cause y'all something serious. You got that y'all right. Y'all Tell it right here. I don't normally agree I'm, with I'm, you, but go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just being honest. If He made anything better than a black woman, and you just look at. The the, the 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 whole spectrum of the black woman from the lightest lightest light or light light almost white all the way down to the darkest one where you can't see them when you turn the lights off it's just be- it's just so much beauty tied up in there and you look man and, and 
And see, my thing is this right here. To understand, to understand a black woman is one thing. But to be a part of her and, and to be able to walk with her in, in fullness, Man, there's not there's nothing better. There's nothing greater. And like I said, people say, "Well, would you do, take this person?" Nah, man. Give me a sister. I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. good right here. Give me a sister. I, that's, that's all I need. That's all I need. Anything else, I don't need it. I'm I'm playing myself. I'm tricking myself. Right. But why do you think that? And I wish that most of our brothers felt the way you feel, because there's a lot of black men who think that black women are too loud we're too bossy we're too we have too much attitude we're too angry and i can keep going on and on what do you say to guys who feel that way i say it it takes a a, a strong black man to deal with a strong black woman and if you're if you're if you're a weak man and you you ain't got nothing in you then you don't want to get somebody that's real docile that's you know you 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 raise your voice just a little bit they're gonna cow in the corner and and be all scared a sister ain't gonna do that you raise you raise your voice as a sister in in a certain way she can she might step to you that's right and it takes a and it takes a real strong man to be able to to stand up in that situation not physically do anything to her but you know hold on baby now hold on now you, you gotta understand you're talking to a man now you're talking to a man Right. You're not talking to a little boy. You're talking to a man right now. You sure you want to talk to me like that? Right. Right. And the thing is, you know, we don't we don't want to be. I don't think any black woman wants to be strong. But the fact of the matter is, that's that's just a part of our nature. You know, mm-hmm. we have to be strong because our man is strong. You know, when we especially, you know, during slavery and stuff like that. You know, having our black men sold, our sons sold, you know what I'm saying? And seeing our men raped right in front of us, we had to be strong because mm-hmm. we were the ones that kept the families together when they started separating us. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's just a part of the bar DNA, and I will never make any apologies for that. It's the groove with Tiffany mm-hmm. Real. It's the groove with Tiffany Real and Raheen, and I love having you on the show every week. You being my co-host during the week. Uh, once a week So um, I have this new show And um, mm-hmm. it's called One Night Stand with Tiffany Real And it's a Quiet Storm yeah. show And every yeah, <laughs> And every show <laughs> I talk about different. I talk about something I have a topic And the first mm-hmm. topic was sex toys The second um, show was in masturbation And the third show this week Is going to be oral pleasure and the mm-hmm. reason why I have these topics during this time is because, you know, the slow jams put you in a mood. but And I want you to be in that mood, but I also want to educate you while you're receptive to really mm-hmm. listening. And I don't just talk about, I talk about my experience, whatever that may be, which I'm approved because I don't play with toys and I don't play with myself. But... Um, mm-hmm. Sex toys have toxins in them Some of them the cheap, cheap cheap ones And they are linked to cancer You know there's benefits from masturbation And stuff like that And the oral pleasure There's you know different things And I always do research about these topics I don't just go willy nilly Just because I actually do research mm-hmm. So that I can um, educate So um, what do you think about that Raheem? I'm gonna say if you eat at the wrong table, you'll wake up dead sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just silly, but yeah. 
but you gotta be real you gotta be <laughs> you gotta be real careful though you gotta be real careful because um there, there's a lot of different layers tied up into you know the, the, i'm talking about the oil situation right now there's a lot of different things that's tied up and there are some things out there that um if you're not careful you know it, it, it could really hurt you and put you in a bad situation um, now the toys and all this stuff. A lot of people love toys. A lot of people like in- introducing toys in their bedroom. And you know, like I say, whatever a husband or wife does in in the bedroom is, is the bedroom is not defiled and stuff like that. So let them do what they do. But there's a health there, there's a health risk, like you just said, man. Um, you cancel something like that from this pleasure that you're trying to get. Is it right? Is it really worth it? Right. But what about me doing this show? Because a lot of people think about the um. You know the music, of course, and then you know the the low sound of my voice, of course. But mm-hmm. you know, I feel like while I have their ear, while while I have their attention, it's important for me to give them information that could be helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the mo- that's the main reason why I even do the show. My thing is this right here, you know, it's, it's all about motivations. And if your motivation is good, if you if you got this opportunity where you can actually talk to somebody and help them throughout what they're going through or help them in that situation, then why not? Um, not everybody's going to agree. Like I said, on the Morning Glow, we talk about things all the time that people, man, I've had pastors come to me. Why are you talking about stuff like that? Because you won't pastor. Right. You won't talk about it. You know, you got people in your church that's hurting. And if you're not going to talk about it and address it, don't worry about it. We got you over here and we'll send them back to you when they're healed. And they'll keep on giving you your tithes. Right. They keep paying their tithes over there. You know what I mean? And so you have to you have to take full advantage of the opportunities that you have to help somebody. Right. And if you feel like you're, if you feel like you're helping somebody, then why not help them? You're not right. hurting them, I don't think. Right. Right. So how can people reach you? Wow. Um, actually, there's a couple of ways they can go to um, you know, my Facebook page, uh, Raheen Ajame or DKM, DKM Radio 1.1, or they can email me at DKM, uh, DKM Radio 1, just the number one, at gmail.com. All right. So next week, we're going to um, talk about your book. Okay. And hopefully, I'll have a picture of it, if not a copy. Are they out yet? Uh, no. Um Actually, they were on Amazon and places like that, but I took them all down. And, um, you know, I got two novels, but I'm, I'm actually pushing my second one right now. Um, I think you're really going to enjoy reading it. I really do. It's, um, it's, it's a little spicy. Ooh, you know, I like spice. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that next week. And um, again, I thank you for coming through once a week and chopping it up with me. And um, I love being a part of the Morning Glow. And Love um, having you. Yeah, thank you so much. And I'll be there in the morning. You get in trouble. Yes. Even though you do get in trouble sometimes. But we'll talk about that off air. That's right. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yep. It's the Groove with Tiffany Real. We're out.